that was awesome. Um, John Maxwell on leadership when it matters most. I know I've got uh, tons of pages of notes. If you're not gonna wash your hands. What? Just kidding. So let's see, we'll go over to Tay and start the conversation on leadership when it matters most from John Maxwell, because I know Tay's probably got just tons of stuff to expound on here. Yeah, I did have a lot. John, man, he's just a reason that he's been a leader for uh, a long time and not just a leader, but he's been a very credible and just uh, just always been out in the forefront because he just brings this, uh, man, you just, like you said, you feel secure because he's calm. He know that, you know, he's not just, uh, you know, going off of emotion. He's going off of things that's been tested over time and just do di different crises. So uh, it was just great hearing uh, from him and just to see that, you know, he's been out on the forefront since this thing started. Uh, he's been consistently, uh, consistently just being creative and innovative of how he can, you know, lead people through this. So it was just really, I didn't want to add, he laid everything out, but there was three things that really stuck out to me. The first thing that he said uh, when he came on, he said, I just want to be an asset to you. Uh, so for me, it was uh, to you guys, just be an asset to others. Uh, like he always says, like find ways to add value to uh, people every single day uh, in ways that, you know, uh, that, that you're able to do so. Uh, he said people just want hope, assurance, uh, secure, security, and guidance. So most of the time, uh, you just have to be a voice to the people. You have to just let them know uh, this thing will pass and we're in this together. And just continue to remind people of, you know, uh, what uh, the, uh, the, the positive sides of this thing. Because it's so easy to get wrapped in the negative. Because if you look at the news and the media, that's all they're putting out. But uh, ultimately, it comes down to, like, who are you having conversations with and the things that you're letting in and the things that... Like he said at the end, you have to control what you can't control. Uh, and just the second thing, uh, he said, uncertainty takes us out of uh, automatic or our routine. And I love that. And I think a lot of, that's why a lot of people are stressing because they were so used to just getting up and going and getting up and going and just taking the same route to work and just doing the same things every single day that they was comfortable with that. And anytime you get pushed outside of your comfort zone, things get a little tested. You start to get a little more stressful because you don't know what's next. You don't know what to do. Uh, but for me, I think one of the things you said, you have to get creative. You have to uh, shift from the automatic to the intentional. Uh, for me, he said, you have to look at this uh, and just see the benefits of it. For me, you have to, like, what are the things that you said you always wanted to do? Now you have time to do those things. What are the investments you always said you wanted to make, but you didn't have the time? Now you have the time to invest in those things, whether it's your health, whether it's uh, just reading different books, whether it's starting a podcast, starting a YouTube, or whatever the case may be for you. Now is the time for you to do these things. So uh, you just have to get creative and just understand like uh, things probably won't go back to normal. Uh, like they've been saying, it'll be a new normal. So you have to understand like, what do you want your new normal to be? And you have to start creating those routines and creating those habits and creating, creating those things uh, right now. And, and just the last thing that uh, I wrote down that he said, hold on, like, this last thing I wanted to share. Uh, and this one was just powerful. And I was like, wow. And it was really just kind of me. You kind of reflect and you're like, wow, which, which is it for me? And he said, did I, he said, did I during, the, during the crisis, he said, did I build during the crisis? Or did I get buried during the crisis? And I was like, wow. 
Uh, and he said the one quote, he said, if I prepare well today, then I don't have to repair tomorrow. And for me, I submit to you guys, if you prepare well today, then you will compound tomorrow. If you do the work today, when you come out of this, like, like you said, you, you have to get through the problem to get to the opportunity. If you do the things today, then you have to understand tomorrow you're going to come out on top. You're going to come out reaching the goals that you set for yourself. You're going to be reminded of Mark Pentecost saying we're going to go on the biggest run that this company has ever seen. And you're going to be on the side of this seeing the things that you wanted uh, when you set your goals back uh, coming out of, uh, in the first uh, quarter coming in December. Uh, so you have to get intentional about the things that you want. You have to remember the goals that you set out for yourself. And you can't just remember the goals. You have to remember the actions that you put along with your goals as well. And you have to take massive action. You have to do the things that you said plus 10. You have to do more and more. And you just have to really be out in front. Like you said, the leaders, uh, we uh, don't have, uh, we can't just sit around and, and just wait for this thing to pass. You have to show up every single day. He said, this is the time where you build your moral authority. This is the time when you're speaking up and people are seeing you lead through the tough times that when we get through this, people are going to look at you and say, like, I saw the way they led through the crisis and I trust them and I believe that wherever they're going, I, I trust their leadership and I trust everything that they said because I saw them when we was at our lowest and now that we're at our highest and I can trust that I can follow them wherever they're going. So uh, use this time, like he said, just to focus on the benefits of it and just understand there's going to be opportunities to come out of this thing and you have to decide like which end do you want to be on when we come out. So uh, I just challenge you guys just to break out of your routine today, do something that you haven't uh, did, uh, whether it's read a new book or just do something that you always want to do. Uh, just take step outside your comfort zone and do those things start today and just post it and just be loud about it as well. I think as you be loud about it, then you're helping other people break outside of their comfort zone, break outside the uh, the automatic as well. So just go out, uh, whatever you learn from this Zoom today, the same thing that we're sharing with you guys, what we learned, go out and share it with somebody else. And I think as you do that, then you just pay it for it. And you also see yourself grow in ways that you probably haven't challenged yourself as well. So uh, that's what I had. And I look forward to hearing from you two guys as well. So good. All right, Chad, go ahead and compound on that. Let's get us into some more momentum. Right on. Well, man, that was uh, John Maxwell's stuff is always, always amazing. And I loved how he just kind of the theme of this whole one today, which was embracing the benefits of uncertainty. Right. That, that, that phrase might sound foreign to a lot of people like, huh? Embrace the benefits of uncertainty. And, you know, and because here's the fact is that we have we have tons of uncertainty right now. And so we have it. There's nothing we can do with it. So we can't control the uncertainty. So we might as well embrace it. Right. And so he gives us some tangible ways to embrace it. And he said, we don't maximize anything when we're on automatic. So automatic is kind of what we all default. It's our default mode to go into automatic. But I, I think he made a great case. And I, and I know I'm fully convinced that um, we don't maximize our life when we're in default mode, when we're in drift mode, when we're just doing automatic. So knowing that, what can we do to, to invest into our day. Um, and he shared a lot of things. He shared this about being a, a wake up call. He talked about his heart attack was a wake up call, right? Um, we did a men's retreat a couple years ago. We had Matt Hughes there, UFC fighter, and he got hit by a train, was in a coma for like 19 days. That was a wake up call for him. In 2003, I'd gotten in so much trouble with the law. I had to go to jail for two weeks. That was a wake up call for me. I read the whole entire Bible in two weeks 
I was a changed person. See, because of these circumstances in our life right now, so many people are going to come out of this as a better and changed person. And so I think that we all can decide right now that we are all going to be better and changed because of uh, COVID-19, because it's forcing us, it's disrupting our routine and it's forcing us to question our routine. And is that the highest and best use of our life going back to the old routine? And I think a lot of people for being real and we're looking in the mirror, we're saying, no, I can, I can make this adjustment now out of necessity. It starts off with necessity but I think a lot of people's minds right now are going, man, I can't wait to get back to my old life to, wow, there's a much better life that waits for me in the future. And I'm so glad this happened to open my eyes and take the blinders off so that I can see what's possible. So I love that he talked about those types of things because it's something like a heart attack. You know, we hear a lot of times that some of the healthiest people in the world uh, are someone after their first heart attack because it's a disruptor and it comes in and says, hello. You have to make some changes, right? Or you hear about people and it works all the time. They, they have grandbabies and they reach down to pick the grandbaby up and they start breathing heavily and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to lose a few pounds. Or you go up the stairs and, and run out of breath like, oh wow, uh, something needs to change, right? For some of us, that might be, you go look in your bank account and you're like, oh, $12. How did I get here? You know, this is never going to happen again. I love when people have that never, ever again moment. It's like, all right. I'm done. Never going to happen again. Jim Rohn always talks about the Girl Scout cookie story, right? Where Girl Scout comes to his house and, you know, she's like eight years old, sweet little girl, does an amazing presentation. He's like, oh, I want to buy all your Girl Scout cookies, but he has no money. He's like, I can't even buy Girl Scout cookies. So he lies to the girl, says he's still got a lot left. Well, you know what he does later on? His story is after he becomes successful, he comes out of a store and there's, there's piles of Girl Scout cookies. And he says, how many boxes do you have? He buys all the boxes. And I can't imagine how he felt that day walking home with Girl Scout cookies piled up in his trunk. And so we, I think a lot of us need to have that moment. And then we need to have the end moment. You know, another one Jim talks about is they, they threaten to take his car. Some of you might be there where you threaten to take your car, repo your car. Well, when he finds success, he takes cash and goes into the guy who's been calling and threatening him and slaps the cash on his table. And he says, you don't have to call me anymore. Here you go. I'm done with you. And so I just, I just love that. And that's something we can all do. A couple questions John recommended to say, did I lead well today? I love this question. I love the idea of looking in the mirror every night and saying, if my whole team did what I did today, would anyone have moved closer to their goals? Would anyone have made any money? Would anyone uh, have grown and become a better version of themselves? If, if everyone on my team did what I did today, you know, you guys woke up today and you, you, you're on this zoom. That's awesome. So now you've got, you've got some personal development done. So you got to go through, through the day and build your business, your personal business and support your team, help your team build their business and do all the things. Right. And then when you look in the mirror, you can go, man, I did, I put in a full effort. I put in a full day. I, all things worthwhile are uphill. And I went uphill. I walked up the hill today. You know, maybe you didn't walk as far uphill as you have in the past. Maybe you didn't walk as far as other friends of yours, but you walked. And you went uphill, so you're moving in the right. Great things happen when you walk, and you're walking uphill, right? Um, did I lead well today? Did I live well today? If, if I prepare well today, I won't have to repair tomorrow. I love this idea of the price always gets paid. We pay the price now, or we pay the price in the future. It's, it's that simple. And we, we get to decide. We're making a decision. By not paying the price now, we are 
our default decision is that we are gonna pay the price later. The price always gets paid. That's why discipline is such a key to success in life. Discipline is, is huge and, and really important. And the last thing I'll share is um, this whole concept of getting out of the box. And I love that what has this done? You know, here, here's our dialogue with people before COVID-19 when we're building our business. Hey, uh, are you interested in getting out of the box? Hey, are you interested in getting out of the box? Are you interested in getting out of the box? Yes or no? Now it's like, hey, now that your box is gone, what are you going to do about it? Here's an option. Join us. It's, live, it's, it's a living out of the box lifestyle. If your box gets exploded in the future, you don't have to worry about it because you're not in a box anymore. So why not just do away with the box? It's funny, I posted a picture not too long. We have this cat. It's my daughter's favorite cat. His name's Asher. And if you, if you lay a box in the house anywhere, he automatically thinks that's his bed and he gets in the box and he just loves, he loves to be in the box. And I look at him, I'm like, who is this cat in a box all the time? And he's so comfortable and he's just like in the box, you know, and, and my daughter come and pull him out of the box. And next thing you know, he's in another box and just in a, he just loves to be in the box. And I, I understand that so many people like that, you know, the, the box offers some, some comfort to people and some security to people and a, a sense of routine and a sense of normal. And that's kind of, like I said, that's our default mode, but that's where average lives. You know, and John Maxwell would say, you know, I love how he says it. He says, average is the cream of the crap, the best of the worst. And it's not what it's, it's not what we feel good about. You know, no one goes to bed at night, looks in the mirror and goes, man, I was average today. Doing great. I was average. You know, that's why we have to ask the right questions, right? And we have to, we have to ask, are we fulfilled? Are we walking in the fullness? I love that word fullness. Are we walking in the fullness of our calling and destiny? Or are we just kind of going through life, letting life happen to us, waiting for the bitter end so we can finally be done with it all? There's two different, whole different mindsets. It's like, why not? Why, why don't we all just agree right now and come together and say, you know what, let's Let's see if we can live three or four or five or 16 lifetimes in one life. Let's do it all and see it all and love as much as we can and love and lead and live and get involved and change things. Because we can do that. We can choose to do that right now. And it's just a whole, you know, John, the last thing I'll say, John says that, um, you know, once you've tasted significance, success will no longer satisfy. We all join it works for success. We all want to get in and make some money, but it's not about the money. The money's good. Money's like Joel would say, money's like oxygen. We need it. But once you have it, it doesn't make you feel any fuller on the inside. Like you have it and you're like, okay, cool. I don't have to worry about bills now, but, but it doesn't make you feel a whole lot different like you want to feel. Like we think money will make us feel. What makes us feel that way is man coming in and changing lives. And, and standing next to somebody and saying, come on, come on, man. I did it. They did it. They did it. And you can do it too. So let's walk. Let's, let's walk up this hill together. We're going to sweat. We're going to get stinky. It's going to hurt. Your legs are going to be aching. Your, your thumbs are going to be sore from texting your 3,000 loyals and your 1,000 retail customers and your 800 distributors because you got to let them all know that this special is going on right now, right? You're going you're gonna to be tired. But at the end of the day, you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to go, man. If everyone that I know did what I did today, everyone would be winning, and this is a great place to be. So I hope you all got some great stuff out of this, and uh, can't wait to hear what Joel has to say. Because I, I skipped like half my – I was like, man, Tay did three? I was like, I got like 17 points here. I can't do 17 now because Tay did three, so I did like five. It's awesome. So basically, does that mean I got to do like 
two points now. Uh, all right, so <clears throat> I, I love the first point, which was we have to shift from automatic to intentional. You know, today is the day that you have to look and go, what am I doing automatically that I could be doing intentionally? You know, once you start doing intentional living, that is when things tend to compound. And that's what we're always looking for is the ability to compound, not just our actions, but the actions of our team. Uh, going on the thought process of, we are in a time where there are visual problems, but with visual problems come hidden opportunities. All opportunities are wrapped in a problem. You know, I love that success is a great thing, but it's disguised with hard work. That's one of the things is you have to do the hard work to get to the success. Just like finding opportunities, opportunities are enveloped in problems. Don't let someone else pick up your opportunity because an opportunity is never lost. It just goes to the next person that was actually prepared and looking. So today, figure out if you're going to intentionally look at your problems for ways to create opportunities to solve. The next one was uh, keep focused on today. And, and I like the, the take care of yourself so that you can take care of your team every day. You know, it, it's kind of like the uh, airplane when you're flying in an airplane and the oxygen mask drops. You're supposed to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you start putting it on other people. So you're doing that today by taking the first step of getting into your personal development. Now, after you leave here, go and take this oxygen mask, which is your personal development, which is your leadership training, and go put it into action with your team and with somebody else. Um, Chad already hit the, did I lead well today? Did I live well today? Live well today. Um, Crisis requires us to be creative, going into the thinking outside of the box, thinking inside of the box, blowing up the box. Like Chad said, there's no more box left. So when there's no more box left, what do you do? Crisis causes us to squeeze creativity out of us. We have creativity within us, but it's until that pressure comes. You know, most diamonds aren't made just hanging around. If you want to go diamond, understand there's going to be pressure. It's going to take pressure in order for you to get to that point. And right now, as no time before in history, we've got an amazing amount of pressure on everybody. This is the time for you to come out on the other side as a diamond. Going back to having the opportunity, share the opportunity. You know, when we were standing in food lines, you know, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, we were looking for an opportunity. There are people out there looking for the opportunity. Are you going to be the one that shouts it to where they hear it? Don't let somebody else pick up your opportunity. You have to think of it this way. If you don't share the opportunity, somebody else is. I know Chad Jariar. I know Tay and Carrie are. I sure know Stephanie's out there yelling from the rooftops. If you're not yelling for the rooftops, are they going to hear somebody else's voice? Your voice needs to be heard. Make sure that you're doing that. 
uh, the thought process of all good coaches have a good pregame plan. Sure, your game plan is awesome until crisis hit and it gets blown up. The great coaches have great halftime adjustments that cause them to win the game. Right now, you're in a halftime adjustment. What are you doing today to adjust so that you can win? You know, we've, we've said this multiple times. I know Chad said it. I know Tay said it. Are you going to go through this crisis or are you going to grow through the crisis? In a crisis, you see if a leader lives what they teach. When what you say and what you do matches up, that's when moral authority takes place. And that is what solidifies your leadership role. So today, start walking the walk and talking, start talking the talk and walking your walk. And what will happen is you will see people come along the journey with you. The last points that he went through, I'll just go through and click them off. Number one was offer continual hope. Two, give grace and compassion. Three, be thoughtful. Make sure you're listening to people. Four, be patient and calm because emotions are not stable. Five, offer your best preparation. More than your answers right now, people are looking for you to stand up and lead. Help people get small wins today that will compound into greater wins after we, get all, we all get out of this. So guys, go out, find a way to get a small win for yourself and a small win for your team. And we'll see you guys back here next time. Have a good day.